I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Guys, welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed the last episode as much as we did. Uh, we have so much more to cover uh, about some related topics. Uh, I'm here with Francis, the man of the hour. Oh, too kind. How you too doing? Generous. How you doing, man? I'm well. I'm Things are, you know, I'm becoming used to this engaged life. <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, the, right after it happens, you get you get these engagement boners. Really? They are powerful. Dude, so, no, like, I remember... A diamond-cutting boners. Dude, yeah. 2001 Wimbledon, Goran Ivanisevic finally won. And I, I'll never forget this match. Like, do you remember this match? I think so. He was really tall, big serve. Big serve. He'd made it to Wimbledon finals three previous times in the 90s, lost to Agassi twice and Sampras once, or maybe Sampras twice, Agassi once, whatever. Did he beat Leighton Hewitt? No, so this no. is what happened. So he got to the finals of Wimbledon as a wild card, dude, because wow. his ranking, he just like hadn't been playing much and just like beats everybody, gets to the finals, beats Patrick Rafter 9-7 in the fifth, That's wins it. Wimbledon. Mm -hmm. And there was a moment where he ran up to the, to the box to hug his family and he stood on the thing and he put his arms up and he just had the fattest boner. <laughs> and I imagine it's some like similar, and I'm like, Jesus, like, and I... <laughs> Just this moment of triumph just uh, leads you to just have a fat fucking bone. Or he's just really into his family. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Was you, it the similar kind of thing? Dude, you wake up. I woke up the next day with, you know, the, the, most, the most pronounced boner of all my life. <laughs> and... I mean, they were they were frequent. They were they were they were in and out. So we we made use of it, fortunately. And <laughs> those those engagement boners now they're sort of subsiding back more towards like oh you know normal real boner real life sort of. But but for a couple of days you get that platinum unit and it's it's fun it's fun <laughs> yeah gotta be careful <laughs> don't want to be around kids or anything. So you know. Um, that was fun. And, uh, yeah, engaged life is, uh, has its, has its pluses for sure. Dude, it's great. So I, I want to talk about this ice luge again for a second. So yeah, the party, the 70s I, theme birthday party. I very quickly got in the zone at this party. I hit the bar hard. <laughs> you did. There was a bartender, uh, which was awesome. But like, I tried all the signature cocktails. I had a bunch of them. I hit the ice luge hard. What was the signature cocktail that stood out to you? So one of them was the Honey Deuce. The Honey Deuce. Which if you've ever been to the U.S. Open, you know is the, is the U.S. Open signature cocktail. It is tequila, raspberry lemonade, uh, three balls of honeydew on a skewer, and I think a splash of maybe Sprite or something. Chambord. Oh, sorry. Chambord. Uh, to give it a nice color. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually took a liberty with it and made it, had them make it with tequila. Ooh. Which ended up being fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I had never had that before. So anyway, that was great. You had the spicy marg on the menu. Yep. And there was another one, right? I yeah. Don't, whatever. Honestly, I didn't really, I was just, I didn't really drink all that much. I, I picked it up. I, I was really only drinking ice luges. So dude, I probably Coach took luges. like four or five, six ice luges very, in a very, I, I was rocking and rolling. Yeah. At one point I became the guy manning the ice luge station for the others <laughs> yeah and you're, the, you're the water park attendant uh, yes <laughs> wait <laughs> yeah, wait exactly okay, okay go, go ahead go, yeah. pr proceed yeah um and i wonder if the word is out now uh so that at future events when it is my turn to man the station people will know only to play if they're ready to play play for keeps play yeah. for keeps so yeah. i felt bad because uh i was given i mean you know I was pouring what I, I was doing what I do, dude. Mm -hmm. Pouring fat luges for people. Were you in a frat, by the way? No, I was not. See, you were making up for lost time. I was. Yeah, you I were was. straight up hazing party guests. So I asked one of one of our good friends. I say our good friends now. This is uh, one of one of my favorite pals who Julio uh, has uh, just. Just taken all of my friends. No, I've, they I, signed up together. So I, I really like a lot of Francis's friends. This yeah, but is, it, you you are in the group. You are part of the you're part of the squad. I appreciate it. I feel I feel comfortable in the crew. Um, so anyway, he's getting married soon. His bride to be, his wife elect, was like, "Should I do an ice luge?" And I was like, "Sure, yeah, step up." 
Yeah. And I just fucking, I just went too hard and I felt yeah. bad. She wasn't <laughs> expecting it. And it was fine. But then later I was like, listen, I like walked up to a group of them. With and I was like, I would like you to know I poured too hard, heavy on the luge. Yeah, good. I apologize. Good. Well, it hits so smooth because you pour it and then it cools across the ice until it gets to your mouth. And it doesn't all come at once. It sort of flows in yeah so you know it's a nice way to take a shot interestingly yeah yeah it is yeah well when julio pours you three shots of 1942 it's like ah, yeah. Yeah. i'm wasted there's 78 dollars yeah. at a bar that's yeah. right that's right and dude your cousins i fucking crushed oh they were great your entire family i got hammered yeah. with the ice yeah lunch. they were feeling it <laughs> yeah. they were loving it i was like get up here and just fucking rock and roll and it was so much fun yeah uh the ice luge was a great okay addition. so you know the party i guess i don't know we, we started it at four and then it really was rocking and rolling at five and it was a full-blown dance party from five till eight thirty I mean, yeah. someone said, and it might have been you, that someone looked up and at one point, 100% of the people at this party were moving to the music in some way. I didn't say that. And, say that. And maybe that not everyone cool. was full-blown dancing, but people were like doing something. You just couldn't resist. And um, people got banged up. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. so tell me about that because I didn't notice because you were banged up. I know, but I was like, I was having fun. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You can handle it. I was yeah. dancing. I was having a good time. But, uh, it, but it, when I really noticed it was when we turned, you know, the DJ wrapped things up and, and you know, shut his stuff down at like 839. Then we probably hung out on the roof for another like half hour. And then people moved inside, whoever was left. And there was at least half the party left there was still a critical mass of mass of at least 20 people and the when we came inside and it, all of a sudden it was more confined space quieter we're just playing music from a speaker now that's when i looked around and and thought whoa some of these people are fucked up <laughs> like there's not a sensible head among us here and i was pretty banged up but i i'm able to sort of cut through my fog and still take stock and i was like i i haven't seen such in the same way that the dancing thing i haven't seen a group of people where everyone was at this level like everyone was on the same level at 9 30 10 o'clock you know at a party and we were all super banged up and it was so fun it was really fun um, and then a friend of ours ordered nine pizzas. <laughs> they got there as everyone was leaving. It took forever to leave <laughs> in the space of time. It took them to get there. A bunch of people left. So when they arrived, there was way too much pizza. And then we had the unenviable task of trying to clean up a little bit. And this is what led to one of the funniest moments <laughs> of the whole, of the whole weekend where I, you guys were so nice. Um, Chris, amazing. We, you know, by this point, it it came down to you, Hillary, and Chris. I think you guys were the last three were people really? to leave the whole party. Even the tall couple. I thought the tall couple was there. No, left. I think it was the three of you guys were the last, the last ones, and the only ones who. No, actually, my friend Matt and Molly, they were pretty good about cleaning up too. Some people did a little bit, but. It was a party where everyone got so fucked up that nobody really wanted to clean. You know, it's, I don't think that it's a no. I don't think it's, it's they not, didn't want to. They just didn't even think of it. It's not expected. Yeah, yeah. I don't expect it. When people do, I really appreciate it, and especially since this was a party that went on a long time, a lot was consumed, and people were really banged up. So they were like leaving shit everywhere. You know, yeah. open a white claw, take one sip, yeah. put it down and that's, move that, somewhere yeah. else. That's rough. The amount of like 98% full drinks <laughs> that I poured out just broke my heart. I mean, there are sober <laughs> children in Africa and it's like, <laughs> think of them, you know? So, um, the other thing you, I think that if you leave at a, at an early enough time, you like don't no, have to don't absolutely. worry about You're up. absolved. Yeah. You got to wait till the party's over. Yeah. But, it did occur to me as the party ended, like our apartment is in shambles. <laughs> it was the most 
disorderly we've I've ever seen our place. Did you guys get a complaint or anything? No. Did you have to like P. Diddy the neighbors? I did a little, but I think we have two things going for us. One is um we the mu- the outside music shut down at eight thirty, which is a totally reasonable time on a Saturday. Yeah. That's a daytime yeah. party. It's fine. We never really throw big parties up there. Yeah. And secondly, um our building is made a lot of concrete. Yeah. Which I think does a pretty good job of keeping the noise away from one apartment to the next. Interesting. Um yeah, because I in the P Diddy reference for anybody who does I think when he had, throws like a party in the Hamptons, he invites everyone on the street so that they don't like get mad about oh, the noise and shit. Interesting. Um but interesting. Okay. Okay, so we're we're cleaning up you guys are helping. Thank God. We go up to the roof and <laughs> I, you and Hillary and Matt and Molly were already up there cleaning up. And before this, I think you had asked me, do you care at this point about separating recycling from trash? And I said, you know what? Like, do your best. I kind of do. I don't, I think Hillary asked you or, or maybe Hillary asked me that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you get to a point where you're cleaning up and it's just like, oh, let's just give up. Let's just throw everything away. And I couldn't accept it. So you guys are up on the roof cleaning things up. I come upstairs and as I walk through the door, I hear Hillary say, Shh, stop saying that he's coming. <laughs> or like Shh, stop talking I don't talking think I was up it. there for that I think you were I don't think I was she said Shh, stop he's coming as I walked through the door and I heard her say it <laughs> and instantly you guys all like scrambled to change the subject or come up with a new topic and so dude I, I'm like almost positive I wasn't up this, there this she is, told me the story and I wasn't there this is I, a fascinating thing it is funny because I am one of the most I'm incredibly neurotic and self, you know, self-conscious in a lot of ways. And instantly I go from having the greatest day of my life to, oh no, four of my best friends have an issue with me. <laughs> I walked in on them talking about it and I don't know what it is. <laughs> there is zero chance I can go to bed tonight without finding out. So fuck! I wish she told me this story in specific detail, and yeah, I wish. So I have, I have the rest of it. it. No, because her, her, it's hers is different. Her side of the story is different. So, but, but she continue. told me that. No, I know, I know. At so least keep her. Going, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're cleaning up. My heart. I'm. I am feeling the prickle of, uh, of having walked in on people talking about you behind your back, and thinking, <laughs> you know, that it's. My mind's like, okay, what is it? Do they think the ring sucks? Um, do they, do they, do they dislike something about the party? What, what have I done? <laughs> what is it about me that they don't like? Oh my god! And finally, I sat down. Hillary's near me, and I said, "Hey, I'm so sorry to bring this up, <laughs> but I couldn't help but overhear as I walked upstairs you saying that, you know." what what is it what have i done like what what is the issue <laughs> and i tried to present it in a nice way because i didn't want to make her feel really uncomfortable but i also needed to know <laughs> unfortunately and she said it's nothing it's really nothing it was about someone said does francis really care if we separate the recycling <laughs> from the trash and then you walked up and i said Shh, he's coming don't talk about it and i went thank god thank god oh my god i thought it was you know he's boy i can't believe they're engaged he doesn't really respect her as much as we wish he did or like you know any that you just the the places your brain goes inventing what it could be that people are talking shit about and even if that were not true what hillary told me it was i don't care so dude she told me this story 
And I didn't think that you were going to tell this story. I thought that I was going to be the one telling this story on the pod. Because I would have forgotten. Because you you would either you would have forgotten or it didn't matter no. enough. It it That's went so it went from my night is ruined. <laughs> my night is legitimately. I kept telling myself, "Don't let this ruin your night. Don't let this be the thing that ruins your night." And then I could not get away from it. So the way that this was presented to me was that it was literally being discussed. It wasn't like, I think somebody literally, like, like, does he actually care? Like, you know what I mean? Like, matter of fact, being like, yeah. does he actually care about the recycling or something? No, but not like, oh, does he actually care about well, the recycling? Whatever. Yeah, I also, it, I was not up there for this. Okay, okay. I was downstairs. Eve, whatever it was, that topic does not offend me. It doesn't bother me. If people had even been like, I can't believe Fran is such a, an annoying, so annoying about the recycling. That wouldn't bother me. Mm-hmm. None of those things are, that is so minor. And yeah, I am weird and OCD about recycling. And I get that. It's, you know, something that unfortunately I just, I care about. Um, but uh, that compared to what I was assuming it was, <laughs> what I was inventing in my right, brain right, right. Much was, was so safe was so safe so i was so relieved and uh that was a funny moment poor hillary being caught in the in the middle there and having to explain it to in me. the crossfire dude yeah. that's really funny um well dude it's you know this is it's a good thing you're in therapy dude that's it <laughs> these are the things i'm working on they are these are the things we're working on improving ourselves so we can lead better lives we <laughs> at oops the podcast recommend therapy if you've never given it a shot I find that like a surprising amount of people that I know have never tried. Really? And, and and there's a mixture of people who either think that they don't need it or they don't believe in it or people who are just like, oh, I just never thought to. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, even if you think everything's completely fine, it, that may be true, but there's still value yeah. in hitting the shrink. If, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's why Talkspace is amazing. Uh, it's a, it's an all digital uh, therapy service where you can you know, pick from many different therapists and find the right person for you and uh, 24-7 messaging, completely secure, and you can literally do it from your phone or any device, tablet, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really nice way to kind of take a crash course in therapy. Uh, yeah. so, so check it out. Join it Talkspace yeah, today. Start moving forward with a single message. Just visit Talkspace.com. Get 100 bucks off your first month when you use promo code OOPS at sign up. It's 100 bucks off at Talkspace.com. Promo code OOPS. Can I? What's up? Have you ever gotten a hug from Chris? I think so. Maybe not. Twice in my life. What? Chris, I've been with Chris in a in an intimate moment, in a moment of feeling and gravitas, <laughs> and once once uh, was when we were discussing. Once was when we were up on the roof. I think maybe we'd smoked some weed or something. And we were discussing, you know, just how how far we've come with the podcast, how much has changed since we started, how much Chris has changed. And he said, can I give you a hug? And it was one of the best hugs of my life. And it's, he's, he's an incredible hugger and he asks for it. And he did it again <laughs> on the night that I got engaged. And we, it was out in the hall. I was taking a bag of trash to the trash chute. And he was with me. And he said, can I give you a hug? And we had this hug. And it was profound. <laughs> it was so embracing. I could feel how proud he was of me and how happy he was to be part of this moment, to share this with me. If you've never had a hug from Chris, you could charge for that shit. That's the best hug I have ever had in my life. Hug. Sponsored by Chris Hugs. Get yourself use promo code OOPS. You got to make sure. Have you given him one of those? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, it doesn't sound like it. Just another, <laughs> just another example Racking of you up and me. Intimacy points. Kind of building the, gu- the gap 20, between our connection and your connection. 2022 is the year of Chris and Francis. That's year. Yeah, exactly. That's really funny. 2021 was the year of Julio and Chris, and this next year is our Next year's a big year for you guys. Dude, uh, you so you said something that was very destabilizing earlier in this episode where I was like, dude, I was feeling good. You were and you're like, you you were oh, you were oh what did I do? Did no, I do no, 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 no,
It was just I could tell from your eyes. They were they had a glaze that oh, that that a lot glaze. of people did, but like I don't know. It's remember the picture of us in my old backyard. Yes, that's a good one. That what how I look in that picture. Lime shard tequila. Yeah, how I look in that picture is a little bit how you looked okay. late on Saturday night, dude. If you got some, if you have some examples that you're thinking of, but you don't want to embarrass me, you can say them. No, no, that okay. was that was. I remember. I have an image in my head where I looked around the party. You were on a bar, a stool at the counter sitting talking to hillary and i remember thinking julio's fucked up <laughs> and that's it okay that's all it is that's okay. that it, you know because you are somebody i think like me who who holds their liquor well i think so and yeah. can present an incredibly level not sloppy not slurring your speech you're not all over the place you have control of your limbs and your body and mm -hmm. your thoughts and yet if you know you well enough you can you can read it on your face and i don't see that's it right. often which is why on that particular night that's why i said that <laughs> but it's nothing okay you should be you should I, have been it was i, it was, I a good was pretty time. fucked up it was a good time yeah well dude the so it's funny francis but you you okay, are you are you are sensitive to that uh, who is who isn't but it's not as if i was like man you were fucked up behind that i mean dude, you, you were you said you were you were you were gone you were gone I, no but i felt i didn't feel gone so it's interesting to hear like of course i was fucking well i think like i was at that point in the party tell me if you relate to this where when i'm in the bathroom alone i'm like saying shit in the mirror that's insane <laughs> <laughs> that's where i was at dude. i wish i didn't know exactly what you mean but I have had full-blown conversations with myself. I have gone into a bathroom at a party, super fucked up, looked at myself and gone, what the fuck is the matter with you? I have, I have criticized me and, and been like, what are you doing with your life? I've had that conversation. It's not usually like, man, you're looking good, you know? Is it usually a positive one? So for you? mine are, are that mine are all sorts of things. It could be something like that, or it can just be me doing some like, ah. <laughs> just, like just like making some like stupid face, and then immediately being like, dude, if anyone ever saw that, you would have to immediately kill yourself. <laughs> so that was definitely happening. Sometimes I talk in a British accent, dude. Dude, I do that. Talking into the mirror moments. I'll be like, mate, you're so fucking fucked at this moment. Dude, uh, if you saw yourself tomorrow, you'd be ashamed. <laughs> I do that. I, I I do all kinds of goofy shit. A lot comes of out. goofy shit happens. Yeah. Uh, and if you were to like put a hidden camera in someone's bathroom like that, you would find some wild shit. I'm so glad you brought that up. Dude, that is hysterical. That made me laugh. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and i said if you're thinking about starting a podcast i'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor anchor and then you'd say go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast see all the best analytics you could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony it's a way that any person can look at it and be like "Ooh, that's pretty and also it's our podcast and you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. So dude, so Francis was passing out micro doses at the party. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've done, I've taken my fair share of those and I'm very confident about my ability to handle them. Of when mushrooms, I'm by yeah, the way. Yeah, mm -hmm. sorry, of mushrooms. While I'm drinking or whatever, it's just not a big deal. It doesn't change the night up that much typically. Now, I don't know if these are just a little stronger or if I ate a couple of too many cubes, but I remember at one point I was like, whoa, the lights are like fucking. And then I like look at my text messages and they aren't moving, but they have a glow. Mm. They have an extra glow. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe this is happening right now. And then I just started overthinking things like random interactions that happened. Like, one of Sierra's friends was coming out of the bathroom when I was going into the bathroom and we kind of like jumped and were startled at each other. And then I just went to the bathroom. And then when I came out of the bathroom, 
she was like, oh, like when I came out of the bathroom, there was somebody waiting for the bathroom and like we were, and I was like, was that, was I weird? Like, <laughs> so I started thinking, you know, like I definitely had a couple of those yeah. moments, mm-hmm. but uh, all in all, it is nice too though, because it sobers you up a bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you kind of get that like clear thinking. I find that I just don't need to, I don't want to drink. I don't even realize that I all, I'm like, oh, I haven't had a drink in an hour. Or oh, two. interesting. I mean, I could definitely continue. <laughs> um but dude so the oh, fuck, i forget what i was gonna say but but yeah i definitely continue and i felt for the most part like sometimes if they're a little too strong a lot of people can be a problem for mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. which i think is common and i sort of at one point started to feel that okay. but like as the party was winding down a bit and like it, it was it was really really solid experience, but I remember thinking, "Oh wow, I took more of these than I thought." Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I went big. I'm always impressed by Fran. I I will never underestimate Francis's dosing ever again. I remember one time I handed you an edible and I was like, "Go easy on that," and you literally looked at me. You're like, "Dude, are you serious? Like, yeah. you're talking to fucking." Thanks, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Literally, yeah. you're like, you don't know who you're talking to, dude. No, I I, I appreciate that. Um. I, you know, I, these, these chocolate mushrooms have become quite in vogue, uh, in, in New York. I think they're probably everywhere. Uh, it's probably the next frontier. Like if you were an enterprising business person, you would, you would build out the infrastructure to, to become a psilocybin dispensary such that the day the law changed in your state you had everything in place totally uh to go but um it's it's great i i'm a big fan i don't do it all that often probably like once a month or once every couple months or whatever but it's great every time i do it i just have a great time and i was dancing my face off i did not want to stop dancing uh especially i was wearing my 70s outfit which were these high-waisted pants this ridiculous shirt yeah and i just felt like Straight out of Saturday Night Fever, you know? I could not stop dancing. Could not stop I, dancing. I was the guy dancing when everyone was standing still in a mm-hmm. circle of people talking. Yeah. That, I was like, I danced for like three hours. Straight. It made me feel way more it was really fun. comfortable to keep dancing. Um, so, yeah, it was an amazing, amazing night. I have some other, you know, we can pivot a little. I have some other things. Can I, I want to I have a couple more things about Oh, please. Yeah, funny. okay. So, dude, yeah. at one, so the pizzas took a really long time mm-hmm. to come. One of our pals, <laughs> your yep. pal, who is my pal as well now. Yeah, your pal. Our pal, your pal, your pal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he <laughs> ordered a bunch of pizzas. They came, uh, I guess, kind of late. Super late. And they eventually end up arriving. So, dude, one of your other friends told me this. Um, our friends, your friend, whatever. Um, he, as he was walking out of the building, the pizzas arrived. And he's like, dude, it would have been the most fucked up prank ever to the other friend who's still in the apartment waiting for the pizzas. If I just took them, (laughs) (laughs) he would have never figured it out. And we talked about this the next day because so Francis, uh, one of Francis's other buddies who we talk about a lot on the podcast, very successful guy. He invited me to his party and I was like, oh, that's a really nice gesture. Uh, And he even said it in a way. He's like, dude, he's like, you see, he's like, you're cool. He's like, you know, I was like, okay. I like, yeah, Yeah, cool. Julio got invited to a house a football house party the day after our party that i didn't even end up going to so this is the best part about it when he invited me i was like dude don't tell francis it'll be funny when i show up unannounced and he's like all right i won't so then i show up and he's like dude i don't even think francis is here dude (laughs) and he may not be coming so now i'm just kind of like figuring it out you know what i mean like not having francis as like my guy who i can just stand next to without talking yeah. they're kind of made it be like okay like you got to be on your fucking game yeah. and mind you i'm obviously hung over from the night before dude i end up having like four white claws three drinks another ice luge yep the first time i've ever taken back-to-back ice luges in my entire life he had one too and he's the one who turned us on to ice luge. he's the ice luge master yeah because we he found a guy years ago uh who's called the luge doctor <laughs> And he, he get, every time he has a party, he has an ice luge. And that's why I was like, I got to get one in the likeness of Kojai for our party. And little <laughs> at that time, I didn't know 
that he was going to have this football party the next day also with an ice luge. Dude, <laughs> there were so many hilarious pivotal gambling moments that occurred. Oh, yeah, I bet. Dude, uh, that record-breaking field goal yeah, 66 yard field made goal. everybody cover their spread. Right, right, right. So everybody lost their minds. There was like somebody had a 20-something or like, I don't know the specific amount of money, but an insane amount of money yeah. swing. Yeah. Uh, and dude, it was hilarious. I, I was like, this is so fun. So, Ju- so Julio is now just going to parties, my friend's parties without me is really what it boils <laughs> down to. And that's fine. I'm fine. I was. Well, think- that was a special occasion. I thought like you, yeah, I, yeah. normally I would never go to that without texting you. No. I in, was like, this would just be funny. In fact, it makes me happy. It makes me happy um, because I like introducing great people to other great people. Um, and, and you know, there is some risk involved sometimes with uh, kind of commingling comedians with non-comedian friends in certain well, circles that can go poorly. You, you can swing both ways. So you can hang with comedians as a comedian, but you can also leave the comedy at the door and be a great social fun guy and and this might be difficult like for, a lot of comedians sorry, can't sorry, sorry. Sorry, that's all i was gonna say yeah, yeah yeah um because this might not be that relatable because but there's there's certain circles like i don't know especially feels like here like if if there's a group of people who doesn't care that much about comedy like some people would be like oh you're a comedian that's so cool other people are not right and i don't think that I think that your friends are cool, and of course they think comedy's cool, but they're not like that blown away by the idea of comedy. No, they don't. They don't want to hear stories about com- comedy. All they don't the time. Need, exactly. There's you, you know, the the part the the com- there's a conversation. It's not you getting to perform for people. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I feel like that's that, a really good point. That can make it difficult, potentially, with your group of friends to bring comedians into the mix. So yeah, I because all comedians, a lot of comedians, the to, only thing that they can talk about is comedy and themselves, and they're used yes. to having complete attention on them. Yes. When you're in a comedy club, you're the only person speaking. Correct. And you you get used to that, and you also think no matter what, in any group of people, you are the most interesting person by virtue of the fact that you're a comedian. And I, I understand that sounds incredibly narcissistic, but that is reinforced often by the reactions of other people yeah. who, when you try to then ask them about themselves, they'll say, oh, I have a really boring job. It's I don't do anything like what you yes, do, yes, blah, yes, blah, yes, blah. Yes, yes. You know, um, so uh, I was thrilled to hear that. The reason that we did not go is because, one, we had to spend a lot of the day cleaning up the apartment. But two, you know, it was our first day being engaged yeah totally and we kind of wanted to just spend it together totally, you know totally which we did and it was i was really glad that we did that what'd you do did you order in dude we i needed a breather yeah i had not had a second to breathe since i left for texas yeah and uh it had just been an absolute sprint for five straight days so i just really took it easy we cleaned up in the morning Got the apartment into decent shape, and then I think I like we watched TV, watched a movie, ordered some food, Solid. you know, all that kind of nice, easy stuff. All that good stuff. Yeah. Oh, we went on a bike ride and went to brunch. That was nice too. That's very nice. Yeah, dude, I ate an outrageous amount of pizza from Friday until Sunday night, Ooh. which was just like, and I'm not upset about it, but it's it's just I don't understand how that ended up being the way that the cookie crumbled. Like I had pizza. We ordered a pizza Friday night, late, mm-hmm. ate the pizza, woke up in the morning, ate pizza for breakfast, Oof. then came here, ate pizza, went to bed, woke, went Sunday to the football party, ate more pizza. Oh my God. And then I was like, dude, I am just fucking pizzaed out, dude. I I've had would enough pizza for a life. I would have a panic attack. You would? <laughs> if the only food available to me for three straight days was pizza, <laughs> I don't even know what would happen to me. It wasn't ideal, but like, it's all. But people fine. know that about me. I know, I know. And so they will, they will, they will help me. They'll go forage. They'll for, find a salad. Find berries. For me to eat. For you, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need something for Fran. He's three pizzas deep. Um, but it is true, man. I mean, I remember Monday. I I was pretty foggy, and I had some. Our pal Maddie Smith said something really funny when I was I was walking with her to between comedy clubs one night, and she was like, we were talking about the idea of like. Some days thinking really hurts. Mm. And she goes, that's when you got to do admin work. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's funny. She's that's like, great. You know, like whatever, like like stuff that you can. That's like busy work that uh-huh. doesn't require like right. like thinking of a joke or right. thinking. You know what I mean? So I had those kind of things to do. So I powered through Monday and like I got my shit done. But then like I ate really healthy Monday and I remember waking up Tuesday after having not drank Monday night and being like man, I forgot how well my brain works when I don't drink the night before <laughs> yeah, yeah. because there's been so many consecutive days of drinking. Yeah, yeah. No, it's when you finally do get that breather and you treat yourself to a day of, of clean eating and no drinking and no whatever and maybe you exercise, mm-hmm. then you feel like a god. <laughs> Dude, totally. And then the next day you wake up and you're like, oh, my life is back on track. That's all it took. <laughs> you know yeah yeah and then true. that next night you're like well i took one day off so now it's time to order pasta again it's really hard to talk yourself out of feelings like the way you feel when you've had a big weekend and now monday's coming and like it's so hard to be like i know you feel like this but this is not real you're gonna get through this yeah, it's, it's gonna scaries. be fine yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Monday morning. Yeah. I bet you you can guess what I started my day off with. Oh, this is a good way to set yourself back on track. Absolutely. It sure is. Right the ship, so to speak. Fibrous. Oh, mag- <laughs> magic spoon. <laughs> that isn't what I thought. What do you it was think I was? Be. Oh, that's really funny. Well, I thought it would be broken uh, roasting. Oh, uh, uh, hilarious. Yeah. That's really fucking funny. Dude, that's really, really good. That is really. How did you funny. get your week back on track, Julio? So first, Magic Spoon, baby. Yeah. Um, as you guys know, our favorite healthy, delicious cereal, uh, and a nice way to kind of have your favorite cereal flavors, but an adult version that's healthier and doesn't make you feel like shit about yourself. Zero grams of sugar, thirteen to fourteen grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only one hundred forty calories per serving. It's keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free, low carb. We can make a song out of that mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Build your own box. Uh, available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, Tell me about the maple walnut. Cinnamon. I want to hear about the Cookies maple Cookies and cream walnut. and maple waffle. Waffle. Uh, uh, the, cookie, the, the, the last two, cookies and cream and maple waffle, have now been made into permanent, permanent. flavors. Sticking around. We love them all. Uh, go to magicspoon.com slash oops to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try today. And be sure to use our prom- promo code oops at checkout. To save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash oops. Promo code oops, $5 off. You want to hear something crazy? Mm-hmm. What our promo code should be for that. I think I have this right. Mm. No, I don't. Never mind. Um, oops backwards is almost spoon oh that's crazy uh, so we'd have to do it noops spoon, spoon <laughs> and then that would be a palindrome oh, that's but crazy. it's close that's very close O-O-P-S-S-P-O-O yeah spoo yeah okay anyway um, dude, um, speaking of exercise yes yeah, I did exercise. my favorite workout class today it's which one cardio sculpt oh it's become my favorite class it's sort of like aerobic with like hit. Sounds like hell. Kind of workout. It's it's hard and it's great and it's like female dominated, which can be. That's how you know it's good. Which it, yeah, I feel like that's potentially true. Yeah, that women classes, do more research unquote, on what will make sneaky. them look more toned. Yeah, and dude, the women in the class are all like very rhythmic. They're all in great shape. It's like it's a, it's a fun place to be. Uh, and today there's actually a couple guys in it, which was a buzzkill. I like being with the girls. Yeah, yeah. It's me and the gals. <laughs> and dude, I realized that the instructor, I have a girl crush on the instructor. Does that make sense? You so know, it's when, a guy. Well, no, when, when girls say, I have a girl crush on her, yeah. they don't mean that in like a sexual way. Right, right, right. But they're just like, I have a girl crush on her. I just think she's great. I feel that way towards this instructor. Oh. She just, the way she fucking moves in that class, dude, I'm just like, God, that's so cool. I wish I, like, I could do that. Like, I wish I had her body, even though it's a woman's body. I wish I had her body. It just makes no sense. Like I, I don't it. actually. No, I get it. I get it. So I said to Hillary today, I'm like, she's my spirit animal. She goes, you're not using that term properly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not. So then she kind of explained to me spirit animal. And then I was like, well, okay, I've fine. never really understood spirit animal either. I guess it means you're like, you like want to be them or something, which wouldn't make sense. But like, 
I'm saying that in like an abstract way, so maybe it doesn't. And it was like I was like, all right, fine. It's my she's my inspiration, and then she kind of like didn't know what to make of that, and then we just moved on. Mm. But I really enjoyed the <laughs> she's class. My inspiration, <laughs> <laughs> dude. This she's amazing. This girl, she really just rocks and rolls. She is just dude. The way she fucking puts the class together too. Mm. So much effort. She just fucking kills it. Nice, nice one. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. You connect with these instructors. Yeah. And they make you feel so good at the end. Do you feel gratitude towards yeah. them? Yeah, dude, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, actually, I have an interesting question that kind of follows with what you just said, and that is have you ever worn women's clothing non ironically or non comedically? So I think so. And it was at a time where I was like super fucking skinny. And I feel like if you're not, it's hard to pull that look off. The like Harry Styles, young thug, androgynous. Mm. I wear women's clothes. I look fucking awesome in them. Look, I'm too like curvy now to pull that off, dude. Mm. I need to lose some weight if I was going to pull the andro look off. Interesting. So you were buying actual garments of women's clothing so for, for fashion. It was more of like whoever I was dating at the time and, you know, the people who come to mind were people who had like cool shit, yeah. like cool items. And then they'd be like, put this on and we'd laugh. And then they'd be like, wait, that actually looks sick. And then I would just wear it. It wouldn't be a dress. It would be kind of maybe something that was more unisex leaning, but for a, a woman, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, but like, dude, I think you're like too jacked to do it. Oh no, I, I wouldn't do it now. I'm not suggesting that you were saying you were going to, but. No, I was thinking about how when I was, like seven years old i snuck into my sister's oh. closet one day oh. and put you're on talking a, about like that put on a pair of her underwear uh what yeah but i put it on and i was like i don't like this uh, well that's okay this is a completely different question well that was the question oh, sorry dude i thought you meant as an adult your answer was good okay thanks the our questions can be taken and <laughs> as, as you'd like, <laughs> I like yeah that. okay so um, my cousins used to dress me up as a girl and put me in heels and a dress. At one time I fell down the stairs. How old were you? I must have been eight. Yeah, okay. So that is old enough to be aware of how it feels. You know what I mean? To like feel good being dressed like a lady. I guess the reason that I'm asking this, I watched the Caitlyn Jenner oh, yeah. Untold. The Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner Untold on netflix i haven't watched that one or the boxing one they're both really good i watched the boxing one too amazing scary really really scary she was in a really bad situation mm. but uh okay so caitlin jenner bruce jenner formerly well actually i don't even think caitlin jenner has a problem with you referring to bruce jenner because he says excuse me she says bruce was a person right right right. it's right. just a different person yes yes and 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 she lived as bruce for a lot of her life mm -hmm. um and bruce won the gold medals i think that's, the gold medal that's how at, it's presented yeah interesting bruce did that that was his accomplishment that's cool um and uh but but bruce in his youth was trying on women's clothing and would sneak into his mom's closet and put it mm -hmm. on when the family was out and it would make him feel good mm -hmm. and i thought to myself oh i remember doing that when i was very a very young boy but i remember not thinking i, I remember thinking oh i don't like this this doesn't work for me this, i don't like this i was just kind of curious i'm surprised that you were so judgmental about the experience not not even judgmental age. just it didn't it didn't make me feel comfortable. I felt very uncomfortable. Felt okay. I felt weird. And, and I guess maybe I thought it wouldn't be that way, but it okay. was. Okay. You're like, let me try, let me try this out. Well, I was just, I was like, man, women's underwear is so different from the boxer shorts that I wear. I wonder <laughs> what that's like. So you were already wearing boxer shorts at that age? I don't. Yeah, I think so. I think I switched to them when I started to get around sixth grade seventh grade. yeah maybe what did you wear before that tidy whities dude yeah maybe maybe that's Briefs. what i was wearing but either way whatever my sister had was totally different you know yeah because like i didn't have a kind of 
similar aged girl around. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. I were to be have been trying anybody else's on around, it would have been too weird. I you know? I see what you mean. Like yeah. my cousin, it would have been weird. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, and the other the other possibilities are too weird to even talk about. A girlfriend's? <laughs> no, like no, like when I'm a kid. I mean, like yeah. Um, and I guess yeah. No, girlfriends would be fucking weird. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Imagine if your girlfriend, dude. So it's funny. I started doing a joke about this, um, and it's a thing that has actually happened, which is pretty funny. So, in the joke, I kind of talk about how the issues, the problems that I've had living with my girlfriend are not things that I expected, and one of them being we share laundry now, and her underwear gets stuck in my clothes. So, and I don't even realize it sometimes. And there's been times where I've been like walking down the street, and a pair of her underwear fall out of my shorts. And now, dude, to onlookers, it looks like they just discovered my like deep dark secret <laughs> but then if i were to like try to explain it you just sound like you're lying right. i'm like oh these are my girlfriends let me check um and then i don't know like but dude it's a thing you know what i mean uh-huh. and the idea of like trying on your fucking girlfriend's underwear it's so weird dude yeah that that, that is would be weird so fucking well weird. it's too skimpy now you know yeah, you're just i think our girlfriend's probably thong. wears too skimpy the underwear is too skimpy you can, guy you can't wear a thong you know, where, where's, what's, what that, what's that going to do? Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to hold anything together, but my 11 year old sister's underwear was right. supportive enough yes. for me to think, well, I wonder if that works. Will I like that better than what I'm wearing? And the answer was no. Again, <laughs> keep in mind, I'm straight. I ain't weird. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nothing wrong with that. If people are into that, whatever, but. <laughs> I like the I like the idea of admitting go, of having the of having the uh the the self confidence to admit that I tried on women's clothing and then yet doubling back on it and being like that's not weird I'm not yeah, weird yeah and you immediately specified when you said it like in the sentence I realized I didn't like it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's right when yeah. presenting it beer trucks that's funny dude I like my trucks um dude. You know what I like? <laughs> what do you like, Julio? <laughs> My Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee. Yeah, you do like that, don't you? I sure you? do. It's fucking delicious. I think we need to get you some more. I do need more. And then you want to know yeah. why? Because the last one that we have actually has almonds in it, so we can't have it. Oh, gosh. I know. So I actually need to, I need to re-up. Okay. We'll get um, you some more. Yeah, thank you. But dude, uh, yeah, we'll get that. Very excited. Uh, but what I, the only nut item that I've ever had in my apartment is the peanut butter. It's just too good. It's that just you, too good. You told Hillary, listen, I need this. I told her, I was like, I will only eat it with spoons that I can then throw away afterward. And I'm going to eat it regularly and we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, and she has no problem with it. Uh, peanuts are not as bad for her. So whatever. That's cashews. We, yeah. So yeah. we figured it out. Uh, but we do. We love the coffee as well. It's just The so coffee's incredible good. every day. Oh. I, I just really, I dream about it. I think about it. I think I can't wait until I'm ready to drink coffee again. Totally. Yeah. And if you dream about other things, if you dream about sex, guess what? If you get Brooklyn yeah. Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee, you're going to be having lots of it. Lots more. Lots of next day sex, too. The, the greatest aphrodisiac. Lots of thanks for last night. That was really fun. And you hear footsteps. You then hear them stopping. And the stopping is them realizing you have Brooklyn Roasting Company. A slight pivot. Slow footsteps back, door creaking open, zip, undressing, mm-hmm. more sex. That's right. That's her. <laughs> that's her stopping, pivoting, and in her mind, she's saying, "Wait a minute, is that Brooklyn roasting? I thought I was done with sex for the day until I saw that." <laughs> nope. Yeah, it wasn't. Round two. Here we go. Hui hui tananga. Uh, get yourself some Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee. We absolutely love it. Promo code oopsbeans at brooklynroasting.com. That'll get you five percent off your order and uh join their coffee of the month club love it okay um i have another thing i want to ask you about sure oh, i think sure. i want to ask you about um yeah um actually this is something i kind of want to tell you okay which i think this is the first this is something that i thought was really good okay. so i have been enjoying the enjoyment <laughs> that i have given Sierra by proposing. <laughs> I've really been enjoying that. I understand. I feel very responsible for joy on someone of, of someone else. 
I understand that basic. Like, if I've ever given a really good present, mm-hmm. that's the, how yeah, much. Yeah, and you kind of want to, you kind of want to keep fluffing it up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you like that, don't you? You know, you keep you're, you start talking about the details. Of yeah, it. you yeah. know that if you. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> if you wear it with the, it, actually, you can wear it with the collar up and <laughs> sort of like a different coat. Yeah, um, he was gonna put different ones in there, but we decided, you know, based on yeah. the intel that I had done, that we just. So I just went with these. <laughs> I just went with yeah, these. Yeah, you know, no big deal. Me. It's just time. Made a call. And it was a shot in the dark, but I worked out. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> constantly seeking affirmation. So this was something that really made me laugh. Um, I said, um, I said, you know, you've been on the phone a lot letting people know. Mm-hmm. Are you, does that feel good? <laughs> knowing that of course it does (laughs) it's just another way of me asking like are you happy yeah yeah and she said well so have you (laughs) and i this conversation we were at dinner and it it started um it started getting like almost a little bickery (laughs) it was a little bickery right and because because i like to bicker I like to bicker. I don't like to argue, but I think a bicker is something. I'm with you on that. I like, I like it to, too. to pick. It can be fun. It's a little, little verbal tennis. And, and and quickly, like, it's forgotten about when it's over. Yeah, you don't let it escalate past the bicker. Yeah. But she doesn't like that. She, uh, she, she gets she a little She doesn't heated. like it at all. She just doesn't see any purpose for it. And so she goes, and I swear to God, so she goes before we were even into the third or fourth rally of this bicker <laughs> she goes um this is a stupid conversation and instantly uh extinguished the bicker oh interesting. she goes this is a stupid conversation and and i will not entertain it uh, right solid and i remember thinking oh Oh, Ooh, okay. I I had a few more points I wanted yeah. to to have there, <laughs> and 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 then we started laughing about it. And she goes, "This is a stupid conversation." And I said, "Why?" And she goes, "And she goes, well, listen, you like to bicker, but I realize that this conversation is going in circles, and it is not going to help the progress of our relationship." <laughs> so I punted it. Oh, that's too. <laughs> That's really funny. I punted it. That's really I punted funny. it right off the table. Is that like a sales term? I don't know. I think it's like she Let's just... Let's punt it. Let's punt it. We're going to punt. <laughs> we're not going to go for it on fourth and 10. We're not going to you know, run it up the gut or, or try to beat this one home. We're that's just... Funny. It's over. It's I'm not... I'm not entertaining this. Dude, that's and I, I loved her for it that's in that solid. moment. I love that she knows herself well enough and knows us well enough to know one, she does not want this conversation. This mm-hmm. does not, it's not good for us. It's not good for her. And two, she knows where it's going, which is nowhere. Right. Which, and, which is not necessarily bad. No, it's but not. It could become. You it's know. not. But she would rather stay in the in the positive in glow the in in the bliss we can have negative conversations tense conversations when there's a purpose right when there's something we need to sort out to figure out we can live in that but this was just a stupid it it stemmed from me saying you've been having a lot of phone conversations letting people know does that feel good right to which she was like, you know, so have you. And then I was like, yes, but mine are this and they're not, I don't know, not as many as you. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, there's no. And then she was like. Bickering, there is some danger associated with bickering, too. It's even if it, like. It's, it can, it's a slippery slope. It can, you know, yeah. But dude, so I can't believe we haven't fucking asked this question yet, dude. Yeah. When is the, what the wedding going to be? Well, it's funny. It's funny because you're not the only person to ask me that. And when people have asked us that, both of us have immediately said, "We haven't. We have not even thought about it." Yeah, we're so like next year. Like, well, I'm a little more aware of it, I think, than she is. Um, 
because there are some realities that we have to address. And one is we are, we were so enchanted by my sister's wedding in Maine. And we definitely, I think that is the front runner, whether we've discussed it or not. Mm -hmm. I think we both subconsciously know that at this very early date, that is the front runner candidate for venue, wedding, all of that. And that opens you up for flexibility, right? Um, you don't have to no. for a week. Oh, you, you, well, it in 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 some ways, yes, but in other ways, no. Oh. In, in it does not open us up for flexibility in terms of timing. Oh, uh, because you can't do it in the fall. Wedding Maine Maine gets colder quicker. So how soon? Like when does snow start? We would never, we would never entertain it, you know, within within a mile of the snow. So, but okay, sorry, it's, just it's, to, to get it's an understanding. It's like September eleventh weekend or sooner. You get snow. It's it's too cold. Do is it possible to get snow around then? No. Okay. So no. it's, it's it's like fifties by mid September. It's cold. Yeah. You you would not want to be wearing a dress and uh, without a fleece right. dancing. Right. Right. That and nobody sense. wants to be wearing a fleece at a so wedding. It's a, small, it's a small window. Yeah, because it's an outdoor wedding. But you have every weekend available. But that's a, that's so interesting. Right. Give so it's 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 the weekend after Labor Day or sooner. Okay. And that's within a year of now. Yeah. It's we're inside of a year, which means that if we want that, we kind of need to get moving on yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I think we are going to want that. And have you, um, how difficult is that going to be with the schedule of weddings that you might have coming up or did most of, most of those get knocked out of the way this year? So we're lucky in that, in that we have this model already of the wedding. We have this mold to use at our house. Yeah, it's we amazing. We just did it. It's amazing. We have the wedding planner that we've used who has already said to my mom, yeah, I would do it again, even though she's trying to like retire. Oh, funny. And she liked my our family enough. She was like, I would do one more with you guys. We I, have the band. Yeah. We have the tent, the space, Are the you, caterer. Is any part of you worried that because you just went to the beta tester of your sister's wedding, the improvements that you make will be a knock on her wedding? Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. And we would want... <laughs> to do a few things our own way yeah a little bit differently mm -hmm. um but i think the reason that we liked the wedding so much was because we thought my god this is exactly what we would want ourselves right right and maine is incredibly special to us it's where we quarantined mm -hmm. all of those months oh man uh we remember saw, those times yeah <laughs> if you're really feeling frisky go dig back into our zoom our zoom episodes, episodes. Dude, Chris, I'm surprised Chris is, is giving that answer because it was so much easier for you in terms of an editing perspective. Oh, I know, but it was just like not the same. I didn't the get to hang out with uh, yeah. my boys. You yeah. know? So exactly. I feel like I burned so many of my best stories during the quarantine episodes. <laughs> All my best like hilarious celebrity encounter stories like... That are just so funny. I just burned them all during the quarantine episode. Uh, but yeah, what a crazy! It was so nice to have that. During, we needed it. That's what a night, us. dude. It gave us structure and and a lot of hope. people listened through it. Yeah, yeah. And then we really appreciate everyone sticking with us yeah, through what you. was undoubtedly a, a technologically inferior product. <laughs> You'd have to say, wouldn't you? Well said. Yeah, I'm sure true. the audio, the fact that you and I would have to wait till the other person had completely finished the thought. Because it's a phone call. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. In order to step in and say another thing. And, you know, I don't think it's as fun to watch two people who you know are not in the same room talk. Totally do. All, I mean, I, I, we don't have to get off talking about it. getting nostalgic yeah. about quarantine. But, but look, yeah. all of this is to say that Maine is there. It's, it's what we would probably want. And I did hit one of my other friends who got engaged a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, bud, you know, you guys have a date Let's for your wedding? And he was like, yes, April 23rd, set in stone. Like, Which right, I almost guy. took to be like, okay, right, you know, pal. that's the, <laughs> fortunately, that's not what we were thinking. And and I was, I was like, oh, great. We're thinking late August, early September. Yeah. 
And we were both like, hooray, congratulations. <laughs> Hilarious. You know, we're not cannibalizing each other. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think that's kind of uh, that's kind of the very early game plan, which could very easily become the game plan soon. How far is your house from Acadia National Park? Far. Like four hours far? Well, if you were to add Acadia to your main visit, you would need to take another day or two. Yeah, no, I figured. That. Um, it's it's a three to three and a it's a three hour drive. Okay, you like how I'm assuming I'm invited. You're both invited. <laughs> it's like we're going up to Maine, brother. Both you guys are top of the list, and I also know we are planning to have a smaller wedding. Uh, so that's what I was going to say. Like for you know, if there's only a dozen people, like the, you know, no, no, we're we're we want to have a little bigger than what my sister did, and my sister went from like a 180 person wedding down to 50. Oh wow! Because they got legally married and had a child. So you want to have bigger? We're having bigger than 50, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we're going to have under 100. Okay, that's cool. I think is my my ideal number would be like. I'd love it if we could get to 70. I think that's unrealistic. Yeah. 80, 80 is probably closer solid. to what it's going to be. Solid. And we, we're going to do a live stream and you can pay $5. You're invited. The wedding. Uh, $3. Yeah. So um, that's kind of what we're thinking. Cool. And, you know, but doing it there, one, it's really special to us, but also we, we save a ton of money on venue and, you know, we know already what the cost is, and I think I think that's just a great way to do it. So, Very cool, man. Yeah. Very cool. Um, speaking of national parks, I'm about to hit my hundredth national park registered site this weekend. Holy shit! There's like four hundred something, like four hundred nineteen or four hundred twenty. Uh, I will hit number ninety nine and number hundred this upcoming weekend. A little side. Where note. are you going? I'm going to be in Richmond for a fucking wedding. Surprise, surprise. Uh, but there's two right in Richmond that I'm going to go check out. Wow. Um, what are they? One of them is this like old house. I think uh, some historic house. I, I try not to read too much into it before I go because I want to like be surprised and learn. But I think it's significant, uh, obviously, somehow to our nation's history. And then the other one is the site of a battle. I think a Civil War battle. Mm. Um I gotta, I gotta do a quick plug. I'm uh, in Richmond, Virginia, uh, playing. There's a comedy club down there. I'm so sorry, I can't remember the name of it. That is at October 28th to the 30th. Ticketsfrancisellis.com. That's all I have to say about that. Um, love it, love it, love it. Um, well, dude, I well, guess that's a good. Sorry. I, I, it's amazing to think that a house has national park certification. I didn't realize that. Um, so so there's a few actually that do. And for example, like I went to the house John F. Kennedy was born in in Brooklyn, Massachusetts. That's a National Park Registered Site. Okay. So how many actual national parks are I think there? 65 or 66 now that they added the one in West Virginia. And, you could and what is, how many of those have you been to? Uh, I'd have to look specifically at the list, but probably 20. Cool. Yeah. Are you hoping to hit all the national parks? Or are you hoping I'm, to hit all 400 of the national parks and national park certified so, things? So the national parks fall under, obviously, the umbrella of the national... I hope to hit all of them. That's, That's more important to you than seeing all these houses where, you know... No, no, no. So the houses are... are I would like to do them all. So, mm -hmm. of course, if there's a park park, I'm more excited for that, typically. Yeah. And then some things just end up being blowing you away, and other things are like are less impressive but they all are really unique and really cool and have their own special thing and i look yeah. did you say 63 i said 65 oh it's 63 it's 63 okay so nice. it must have been previously been 62 because they mm. added the one in west virginia um but they're all dude yeah i i, I gotta say almost every single time i i'm impressed nice there's been a couple where i'm like eh, but yeah pretty cool show nice cool well what do that, you say that wraps it up Man, that is the whole engagement story. You guys have been with us from the very kind of early stages of my relationship with Sierra. You know, we're we're over two and a, two years in to this podcast, right? Well over. Not well over. No, we're in there. We're in the third year, early third year. Okay. Well, I had not been dating her a year. 
when we started the podcast. Crazy. And to go from where, you know, to, to be along for that whole ride. And do you remember the when you guys like you talked about this on the podcast, but you had a conversation that made you confident that the relationship was going to work out when you were like worried about your lifestyle as a comic and you were like, is this going to be something, you know Mm, what I mean? mm -hmm, Remember all that mm -hmm. stuff? So literally everything, like the whole arc of the relationship. It's amazing. And we, we have such um, attentive and sort of discerning listeners that uh, so many of you have read me like a book, you know, read between the lines, listen to very faint inferences or changes of tone and, you guys have have really had me pegged and known that I think this was coming and uh and have just been so many people wrote you know finally right uh, right right from as from a listener's perspective and that's that's very fun for me and right. I'm touched by so many of you um supporting us and respecting her and her privacy and it was really fun to have her on the Tuesday episode and we got to get the hill dog on soon. We got to get the hill dog. I don't on. let's just say it does not require a uh, an, a proposal <laughs> for us to pr- introduce the hill dog the to dog. the whole oops We'd like family. To so that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, fun week of episodes, man. Good yeah. shit. Take us out of here, Jim. Um all right. Well, um I guess I'm going to plug some stuff. Come to my New York Comedy Festival yeah. show. Um the link is in my bio, uh in my link tree, it'll be at the top. It's going to be a caveat uh, as part of the New York Comedy Festival. Uh, like I said, it's going to be a comedy show uh, as well as screening uh, some of my Rwanda stuff. And then we are zooming in Babu and Michael, who are kind of like the stars of that whole thing. And we're going to have a little discussion and Q&A. It's going to be a really fun, cool, unique event. Cool. Uh, so November 9th, 930, caveat, New York, New York Comedy Festival. Come check that out. Uh, and also, Oops Live, we'll mm-hmm. have uh, a hard date on that, too. That will be this year mm-hmm. in New York. We're thinking early December, but yes. don't quote us on that, but that is what we're looking at. Those tickets will go fast. Yeah. So keep a head, heads out or head up for that, and uh, thank you guys so much. Oops the podcast.